to another episode of Banter with Jabisa and Tracy or Banter with Tracy and Jabisa. We are so, well, I don't know if we're happy. I think, well, Tracy's in the mood. I've been through a, a range of emotions. Um, but wait a minute. Go ahead, Tracy. Go ahead. What's What's today? Today is Sunday, June the 26th, 2022. And we have a we have a, a plate full of, of, of things to talk about today. But as I was saying, um when Tracy said she was you in the mood, Tracy, is what you said. I'm in a mood, yes. <laughs> I have I have gone through a, a range of emotions this past week from high to low to to um it, just happy to sad. It, it's just been a, a lot going on. So what some of the things we're gonna talk about, we're gonna touch on Juneteenth. We're gonna Look at the interest rates that has increased. I know that's kind of old news, but I still think that it's it's meaningful. Um, the new gun law at the time that we initially talked about, they were proposing the gun law, but now they've signed something. Um, exactly. And and then democracy is in question. Really, people, we need to think about that. And so, you know, what is our next form of government, and what that what would that look like? Look like um, yes. Let's just be honest. And you know what, Jabisa, we're saying that that's, it's, I don't know that it's a hypothetical question anymore. I, I actually, I'm not, time. today, and you know, I'm usually like, yes, democracy, but I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about that. Um, of course, no surprise, um, the official um, um, decision in, on Roe versus Wade has come out. And then um, we're going to talk about voting and in, in voting in general and voting in Mississippi. Uh, specifically, um, I was listening to this American Life, and the story was just blew my mind. So, so those are things that we're going to talk about today. I'm really excited about that. Thank you to all our listeners. Um, we appreciate you guys. Um, and ready to jump on in, Tracy? Yep. So, this is going to start us out with Juneteenth. Juneteenth. So, Juneteenth was actually celebrated on June 19th, which is the official. I don't know. It's a federal holiday. And I, I have to be honest, I take issue with it being a federal holiday. Juneteenth is really a Texas holiday and more really specifically, it's a Galvin test te- Texas holiday. Um, and I think many people don't understand or know the history. So the Emancipation Proclamation came out in 1863. And so what Lincoln said were the the slaves were free but what what people fail to realize is just because lincoln said the slaves were free didn't necessarily mean like they they left the plantation and and you know they were living alive. their lives right right, right. <laughs> you know, it was more like they were free once the union soldiers got to them and said all right you know you ain't got to be a slave no more because you're free um and then what and i didn't i had to look on the map so with galveston texas because they are basically like a little island off of texas um, you know, the war had gone on and nobody just told them. <laughs> like, like, are really Tracy, I really think that they knew. I think that the slaves in that area knew, but there was nothing they could do until the Union troops got there. Right. I think that there was some form of communication among the slaves mm-hmm. that, that nobody has documented. So if they ever documented, I take credit for this. Yeah, there's some form of communication, and there was some. There was a there was a line of communication. They had some system of communicating. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that they probably knew that some of them knew, but there wasn't nothing they could do until the Union soldiers got to them, and then they're yeah. like, "Okay, finally." Yep. Um, but 
so I think it should be noted because it is an important moment in history. It really is. It's a, it's a very important moment in history. Um, I think it should be noted, but I, I personally don't think it's a federal holiday. Um, and, and then I think the other thing is that it has been um, quickly commercialized. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, like that, I was really amazed at, was it Walmart was trying to sell Juneteenth ice cream? And yeah. It's like bad idea, really poor mm-hmm. idea, poor taste. And clearly they had nobody black working with them because it was like, no, nah, you might not want to do that. Right. Um, and so then, of course, Juneteenth is celebrated on June 19th, which was a Monday. So I'm I'm online looking for activities to go to for the celebration of Juneteenth, which was celebrated on actually June 16th. 20th. Yeah, well, they well, no, no, the, was it the actual holiday is because I guess think since they have to be on a weekday, the actual holiday of June of Juneteenth that was recognized was Monday the twentieth. The actual day was Sunday. The 19th. But all the events happened like the eighteenth, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I missed all the events for Juneteenth. All the whatever they had going on, I missed them completely. Missed them all. Missed them all of them. I missed. Um, so I think I will have to make them the next time around. Um, but I think that's a, I think that's a holiday that, that has to be some history. So whatever parades and things people are putting on, there has to be some history behind it. So folk can understand the, the, to educate. Yeah. Right. To educate. I think there's a, there's some misconceptions and, and what have you about it. Um, but yeah, but I personally, not that nobody asked me don't think that it should be a federal holiday. I think it should be acknowledged. I think it should be so. And, yes. it, and actually, it's been celebrated for years. It has been. It's been without yes, without benefit of being a federal holiday. It's been they, celebrated. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been celebrated for years. My dad said, "My mom and dad are from Louisiana, and they're so funny. They're from the same town." And so we we were talking about it. My dad says, "Yeah, I used to. You know, there would be a bus in their town that would drive everybody to to um." Galveston, Texas, to go to the Juneteenth celebration. And my dad's like, yeah, I went a couple of times. My mom's like, I didn't even know they did that. <laughs> and then my dad is like, because my mom is Catholic, my dad's like, the bus, we, we caught the bus at the Catholic church to go to Texas. Oh, I mean, to go to the celebration. How did you not know that? So, so that's yeah, my, dad's like, my dad's like, yeah, I, I've been. So, it, so it's been celebrated. Um, for years it's been celebrated for years so that's my little spill on juneteenth but but happy juneteenth (laughs) i know it's a little bit after the fact but happy juneteenth and i hope i hope people did enjoy if you were off i hope you enjoyed that time off i really do Mm -hmm. um and um and take a little opportunity to learn information is so readily available today in the United States. So whether you yeah. use the public library, whether you use the internet, there's just so yeah. many choices for people to know and no excuse for you not to know. So, mm-hmm. so yay, Juneteenth. Um, now I know this is a little bit after the fact, but Trace and I were talking about when they were, when they said, you know, inflation was going up and the feds were going to raise the interest rate. And I was like, that makes no sense to me whatsoever to raise the interest rate. But this is the reasoning behind it and actually this is a a, a standard operating um procedure that the fed does the government does when when they're trying to slow down inflation is what they're trying Mm -hmm. to do so they said that they they um raise the interest rate 
to discourage consumers from spending, from consumers and big companies from spending on big ticket items. And if people are not buying the stuff, big ticket items, then um, then um, the prices will just go down. That's the, that's the logic behind it, is that if people are not buying it, then it'll drive the prices down. So that's the purpose of them increasing the interest rate. Um, it takes about a year to go into effect. So it's not, it's not a quick fix. And I think that was the thing that I, I didn't understand because when your interest rates go up, the interest rates of houses go up, the interest rates of uh, credit cards go up. Um, and if, you're, if people are already struggling with lack of money now, you're, you're taking money out of their, their pocket as well because these things are going up. But it supposedly will eventually drive prices down because people will not spend and because they don't have the money to spend, then the prices will go down and it'll, it'll slow down at inflation. That's the, that's the theory. Mm-hmm. That's the theory. I don't know how true it is. Um, but I think the other issue though, Tracy, is when you have like, if we look at gas, uh-huh. You know, gas is kind of a need. It's not th- that yeah. we as as Americans can really like say, okay, you know what? I don't need a boat. Right. <laughs> I can do it out of car. I probably don't need a house. Um but you know, some things like like we really like gas, we really need. And if gas is high, which in turn increases our basic needs of food. Um, you know, toiletries, just basic right. things. Yeah, that that increase in the interest rate doesn't work for that. Um, so gas to me, particularly right now, it's almost four dollars. So it's gone down tremendously in the last two or three weeks because it was almost five dollars at one point. It was like four eighty nine. Mm-hmm. So I think now I think I seen it at four seventeen, four eleven, somewhere around in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw it at four. It was four oh something, and um, I not four four eleven or some. I saw it someplace four eleven, and I was like, yeah. "Ooh, it's four eleven. I said, "Now you know they got us over a barrel when we looking at gas prices for four dollars and eleven cents, and exact excited about it." But the but this is the issue with the gas. I remember Tracy. You should remember the real gas. You remember the real gas prices that they had where people were standing in line because there was yes. a food shortage? Yep. Like, mm-hmm. like I remember my dad in line and he could only fill up his tank one time. Right. <laughs> and like you were really purposeful about when you went out because it, it was like a shortage. There is mm-hmm. no shortage. Right. You know, there's no shortage. And, and so it really is just an opportunity for these gas companies to make money. Mm-hmm. And they're they're in essence trying to make up for what they lost um, during the early part of the pandemic. Pandemic. That's right. that's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly right. what they're doing. But there's yeah. no reason for gas to be four dollars a gallon outside of greed. It's right. It is honestly greed. It is. It is honestly greed. And mm-hmm. so they're talking about. And I know in my own household, you know, we're spending a hundred more dollars on gas than we would normally do. Mm-hmm you know, just because gas is so high um, and trying to be mindful of where we have to go. But my daughter plays tennis and we have to go across the city. You know, I, I just have to go across the city. Mm-hmm. I, there's no way around it. 
you know, so um, gas is one of those things that, and it's not a government um, area that they have any control over. You know, the, 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 it can't be outside of maybe reducing the taxes on it. But if Exxon says that they want to charge so much money per barrel, there's not a whole bunch that the government really can do about it. So, you know, when people want to blame the president for, for things, there are things that are literally out of his control. Like he really mm-hmm. can't do anything about it. So I don't fault him for that. Um, I'm disappointed in, in um, these CEOs of, com- of companies. It's just very disappointing. But so that's the whole idea about the tax because I, I, I didn't understand that. I had to look it up. It didn't make any sense to me. But, um, but we'll see in a year. Maybe, you know, things will go down and we'll be like, whew. I didn't think that was going to happen. You they're going to go down. What? I said they are going to go down. They and are I can going to go down. Yes, yep. and I could probably give you the exact date. Would they do it? Will they go down, Tracy? I'm going to give you the exact date, Jesus. The exact date that um, gas prices will go down is November the 9th. And why November the 9th? Midterms w- would be November the 8th. Oh, and so... <laughs> Y'all mark your calendar for November the 9th. November the 9th. I'm going to put down the price of gas today on my calendar. And I'm going to remember what you said, Tracy. I'm going to November the 9th. 9th. November the 9th, because the gas companies, I think, are in cahoots with um, with the Republicans. And um, they are saying keep those prices up. Strong arm the American people so that they vote for when they vote for us. And it when we take back everything then we got y'all and you can you know give them some relief because we're gonna shaft them every other possible way so they're gonna need the gas prices to be reasonable because we're gonna get them on every other thing oh, at wow. that point. yes and it's gonna be instantaneous and they're gonna take credit for that even though they would not have been sworn in until january <laughs> but they're gonna take credit for it but then the yeah. question is if you're gonna do that why didn't you do it before and that's and that's the thing about the American because we they want ask the questions that we should like. What did you tell me, Tracy, when I went to the bank and I should have said to them, "Why are they closed? Like, why did you do this? Right. And so, and so if if you can make you're right. If you can make if you're in a position to change those gas prices to be lower, why didn't you do it before? Mm-hmm. You know, but but it's kind of like everybody wants to sit on because we don't. It. They didn't want it to be lower. They want the American people because. You know, you got a lot of stuff going on now in the world that people should be concerned about. Right? We have for he respects the separation of state, right, and, and government. And government, he respects the different departments and doesn't seek them for his personal use. Right, Tracy. If we had have four more years of the previous president, we would have been in a fascist state. We, we really would have been in a fascist been, state, and people and not he even would have been the last president. We would have had another election i mean there may have been a fake election where right. somebody could come up but because he would have had all of the um the state um the people that run the state uh what do you call it? secretaries of states Running in his pocket yeah they would have made him win you know every time and i'm sure he would have gone in there and dabbled with the um the two-term um law well i don't even which was that an amendment i don't even know how that Came I think to it, was be. An, it, was an, it was an amendment because like, it came to be because FDR was president for four, four, yeah, for 12 years. Right. And they said, so they said that term was, limits. Right. right there was like, but he would go and just like they 
um, killed Roe, they would, I think they would have taken that, he would have had that removed and he would have just been in there in perpetuity. Right. Until, you know, he he was dead. So I, I think we had a, a taste of fascism without even realizing that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. No, we even, realized, we knew something was going on. We probably didn't oh, know what no, fascism no, no, was. No, 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 we no, no. Was like, no, 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 no. People really didn't, Tracy. I think you and I did. <laughs> I think you and I enjoy reading your sister and my mama was fully aware that these, these things that were going on were not right. I think, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the benefits of watching the, the January 6th hearing. The fact that he was trying to manipulate the, the Department of Justice, Tracy. Mm-hmm. When I watched those hearings and he was trying to wiggle around and get the person he was wanting to get in there to do what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That was eye-opening. I can't imagine anybody sitting there and thinking this is okay. When And then when the people are trying to explain to him like, this is your job and you don't even know the policy in the handbook. No, he knew it. He was trying to get around it because he wanted to stay in power so bad. He knew what he was doing was wrong because he didn't ask. He wasn't really asking too many questions because they told him that it was wrong. And then he would just keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing to bully him. So he knew it was wrong. He, even if he didn't know himself what the rules were, he had people screaming at him, telling him over and over and over again, right, because, nah, dog, this is not right. Right. But he didn't even know what the rules were. He just knew what he wanted done. Mm-hmm. He, he knew what he wanted done, Tracy, but he didn't even know what the rule, like, like when you go into your job, you learn your job mm-hmm. and you know, even if you don't know that it's right, you know why it's not right because you learned the job. Right. He didn't even know why it was not right because all he wanted was he wanted it done. Mm-hmm. He just wanted it done. And if, if you can't do it, then who do I need to get in to do it? Not, right. that, not that this is an independent agency and it doesn't work at, at, at your leisure. Mm-hmm. He, didn't care. He, didn't give a, he didn't care about that. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> he just wanted it done. And, and that was the other part to me. It's like, you didn't even care about the job. This is the man who never read the constitution. Mm-mm. If you asked him, if the Constitution came and slapped him in the face, he wouldn't recognize. He, he never read it. You know, Biden could probably quote the Constitution. He could tell you the amendments. He can tell chapter you chapter and verse. Right. <laughs> you know, but this is a person who never he, he did he didn't open the book up to the Constitution, so he doesn't know. He didn't he didn't he didn't learn because he didn't care to learn because he didn't have to learn. Um, so yes, if we had had four more years of him, we would have been in a fascist state, and it would have been horrible. And the four years that he was in office, Tracy, I was so stressed. Yeah, those I was were, too. Those were, those were stressful. Those were four very stressful years for Black. I'm speaking for all of Black America. Uh, right yes, 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 you can. You, uh, yes, absolutely speak for me because I agree. Those were four stressful. We were on pins and needles every day you open up the news about what the hell done happened today what's happened now yes yes (laughs) what what, what has he done did he get him to revoke the 13th amendment yet you know why is he on twitter (laughs) should you be saying these things on twitter why are you on twitter you know i just it was just it was the craziest four years it was that i have lived in this country it was just it was if you were to tell people 10 years now of what had happened they'd be like you are lying like no we had a president on yeah. twitter 
Yeah. Like you got a president on Twitter <laughs> arguing with people back and forth on Twitter like he's in high school. Like that's the yeah. kind of country. Not even high school, in. middle school. Yeah. That's middle school. High schoolers yeah. would be offended for you comparing his maturity level to them. Right. Right. Just just making up stuff. Yeah. Just making just lying. Up. Yep. Just lying. Just lying. Purposely lying and doing it over and over and over again, knowing it was a lie. Okay, so we talked about that. That was horrible. So with that said, because I am fully convinced we're gonna because we're about to move into this anyway. I am fully convinced that he will run in 2024. And I'm thinking that, that he will win because you know they are having these January 6th com- hearings. Right. Um, the committee's doing and they're doing awesome work. I absolutely commend them because this yeah. is a yeoman's job. Yeah. This is a yeoman job, and then you have a lot of witnesses that are that don't want to cooperate and are not cooperating. Right. So the the information that they are pulling out that they're pulling together is phenomenal. But the downside to it is they can't they can't do anything. They just have the information so that we know it. Yeah. We have it, but yeah. they cannot prosecute. They can't bring charges. That's the Department of Justice's the general the attorney's general's job. Right. And you know, I don't know that he's got the bandwidth to do it. I I'm not sure that if he thinks because you know it's you're not supposed to be politicizing um the Department of Justice, but this to me wouldn't be politicizing it because President Biden isn't involved in this at all. He's not saying that you know, you should go after him. Y'all should get him, get him, get him. He's he's out of it totally. So yeah. it's not presidential. The The committee itself is made up of, of bipartisan, um, you know, even though it's only two Republicans, it is bipartisan because I guess yeah. that's the definition um, group of legislators that are bringing this and they can recommend it. They can send it up saying, okay, here it is. But the Department of Justice is the one to bring charges. And I don't think, anything will happen I, I don't even think that his presidency and all the things that he did you know up to and through and still um the insurrection on january 6th he's not paid any penalty for it really he's not he hadn't suffered anything anything i don't even think he's been worried about it because you know the law is like i said for any other thing other than you know the supreme court overturning Roe v. Wade, it works really, really ticks really, really slow. It takes a long time to get anything done. So I don't think um, anything's going to happen to him because by the time um, they get ready to do anything, it'll be the midterms and Republicans will have taken over the House and the Senate and they're going to squash all that. They're not going to, you know, unless it's already gone and out of their hands, they're going to, they're not going to. Well, I, I will say this and I, I work really hard to get this podcast out before they finish the hearings mm-hmm. if you haven't watched the hearings please watch it and there was this this whole um articles uh, articles about you know the low viewership of the hearings well first of all the hearings are being played like at two yes about the weekday mm-hmm. and so the reality is most people are not the first time they played it the first one was at eight well yeah, yeah. i could watch it at eight because i'm 20 hoping- million people watched it right. yes but you know, you you're putting it in the in the middle of the day, um, and not all the stations are playing it. So here in Columbia, we had NBC and and um, CBS play the hearings, but ABC had Judge Judy on. So um, you know that's another issue. But it's 
and Tracy, you really made me watch it because you were watching. I was like, let me go ahead and start paying attention. Yes, I was obsessed. I, it, it, it's, it's really important for people to watch it because at the end of the day, we assume a lot of things, but it's different when the facts are laid before you. Exactly. And that's what the committee has done. What the committee has done is they have, they have the facts to lay before the American people so that there's no um, misinformation, there's no confusion, there's no assumptions. They have these people, they have the recordings, they have them saying this, they have them saying that. Um, mm-hmm. They're talking about how it's affected these people personally, right. how they've been attacked. They've, they've shown how this man was trying to manipulate this department to serve his purpose. Right. Um, so there's so they're laying the facts before the oh. American people. So if you if you you can, you can go back and listen to it. It's recorded. Um, there's various options that you have. Please, 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 please take the time to um, to listen to it. You don't even have to watch it. You can just have it on and just hear it. Um, you don't have to see it. There's you know there's nothing fancy going on. There's no, no action. Um, yeah. Well, sometimes they had a little clips of the insurrection. Right, but you didn't hear that. something too that's most, that's even more notable. Um, People can't say that it's a a democratic hit job or, or, you know, democratic uh, character assassination, that kind of thing, because most, the majority of the people testifying are Republicans. Republicans. And they, by their own admission, they're staunch Republicans. Yes. Yeah. So if they are if they are up and testifying, then that is a serious matter. Yeah. That Republicans yeah. felt that this was so bad that they, you know, went against uh, not even not against, but that they feel that they have to talk about a Republican president that they adored again by their own words, yeah. loved him. Some of the witnesses, one in particular, who has been threatened. His, yes. his life and his family members have been threatened, said that if he's put up as the nominee again, he will vote, he for, him. Will vote for him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which makes no sense to me because I promise you, if you shoot at me one time, I'm not going to put you in a position to shoot at me a second time. Uh, right. I don't understand that mindset. I do yeah. not understand that mindset. When you know that this man was trying to circum- circumvent the laws but you're willing to put him back in office again. I, I right. don't understand that. That's a whole mindset that I cannot wrap my head around. I really, I really don't understand that, um, that loyalty that you have to that person, because it is no longer the party that you are concerned about, but you're concerned about the person. All right. So we're going to end here. I know we're going to, we're going to talk about Mississippi next time around because we have probably extended our our normal time um but i will share two black businesses with you um first of all i've talked about par black before and it is the summertime and it's golfing season if you are a golfer or know a golfer and you're looking for some golfing gear par black is the place to go to um i the reason i wanted to speak on them again is because they have excellent customer service they're they're are their um, items are quality items? They're they're cute. I like the little um, the little um, guys that they have on their shirts. Um, but if you particularly if you're a black golfer, you know we want to be seen and heard and represented represented as well. And it's nice to have things that look like you on there. So um, I purchased for my husband, and 
he's purchased for his brothers. Um, but they have just been fantastic. We, I needed something for Father's Day. Okay, I did contact them at the last minute and um, I contacted their customer service representative and she got my stuff out within the next day or so and it was available for me to share with my my husband and his with, with his brothers for Father's Day. So just a, a big shout out to Par Black. Um, another one, this is a local but I, I know that you can also probably, um, there'll be a website if you want to contact them as well, but it is called Natural Wigs. And um, I met the owner and she's a lovely lady, an absolutely lovely lady. And she provides their wigs available at many, many hair stores across the city and country. But she is one that gives you a wig. And I grew up, Tracy, you and I grew up in a in time when, when the wigs didn't look like wigs. You wanted the wig to look right. like your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want my wig to look like a wig. But, you know, young people wear wigs like they wear hats. They put the wig on and then they take it off. And they put it on and they take it off. But, um, but her wigs don't look like wigs. <laughs> they look like your hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, just lovely. Um, I didn't know, Tracy, like when you get a, a wig, you should measure your head. Didn't know. I didn't either. No, me either. Yeah. So, you know, measure your measure your head. Make sure that, you know, the color is right for you. Make sure that the style is going to complement you. Um, so natural wig. So if you're looking for a good quality wig that will, um, that you will feel comfortable in, that you will be beautiful in, this is the place to go here in Columbia. As always, we will have links to those two businesses on our um, little write-up for our program. And then we're going to end with our quote because Tracy always has the best quotes. (laughs) And this one is still very good. Um, However, it's a little past time because this was for Juneteenth. But it says, today on Juneteenth, the day we celebrate the end of slavery, the day we memorialize those who offered us hope for the future, and the day we renew our commitment to the struggle for freedom. And that's from Angela Davis. Ah, you know, say it twice, girl. Today on Juneteenth, the day we celebrate the end of slavery, the day we memorialize those who offered us hope for the future, and the day we renew our commitment to the struggle for freedom. And with that, we bid you adieu. Bye. Bye.